Hello, and welcome to the UFL's first ever podcast at The Box. I'm super excited to be able to do this um, and to share this with the wider UFL network. Um, there's been a lot of build-up to it. Um, but today, we're not going to dig into anything too deep. We're just going to give you an introduction to the UFL, what it is, what the network means to us. Um, but first of all, probably some introductions are best. I'm Harry Jardine, the co-chair of UFL and a broker in the reinsurance solutions team, alternative distribution at Aon. And hi, I'm Emma Grow. I'm also co-chair and founder of the UFL and a senior underwriter at Liberty Specialty Markets. Um, so I'm really, really excited to be here today. Uh, firstly, we should express that all the views that we, we share today and on any future podcast are of our own. And yeah, let, let's get started. Harry, how are you? Whereabouts are you at the moment? At home? In the office? Uh, I am currently staring out a window at a very blue, sunny London sky from my apartment in Shoreditch. Um, having been back and forth from the office all week, I decided that uh, a Wednesday afternoon would be a perfect time to spend at home. What about yourself? I'm actually in the office, um, not looking out the window, unfortunately. I'm in a, in a meeting room with you know, four white walls, but um, it's nice to see the city is a, a little bit busier um, than it's been over the past couple of months. So it's been, it's been great to be back, actually. How often so, are you going in? I, I vary between, you know, three, maybe four days a week, but this is only my second week back in. Um, and the office is still fairly quiet. So um, it's been a good place to come and, and get a lot, of, a lot of work done, as well as be up face to face with with anybody who's who's around at the moment yeah it's been nice although the, the city has has definitely changed a lot over the past year I don't know about you what you what are you missing um I think you, you just sort of struck on it which was that sort of meeting the people face to face um and whilst I've done a bit of it over the last few months since I've been allowed back into the office um the city has been been quieter you probably experiencing it and it and it whilst it's feeling a bit busier at the moment because more and more people are coming back in, um, it's still nothing compared to what it was. Um, and just that sort of daily, you know, you bump into someone in the street um, and have a conversation or you're in Lloyd's and you can see multiple underwriters in one go or multiple brokers and you're, you know, I think that there's that face-to-face -face that I miss. Um, I don't miss carrying around paper slips. But I do miss sort of that that real negotiation piece. What about yourself? I don't miss stamping a hundred pages of a of a contract um, myself. I'm much prefer doing that virtually now. Um, but yeah, the, the people um, it's just it is really nice to be back in and, and bumping into those people kind of gives you a boost of energy. And, you know, maybe we don't have so much to catch up on because probably no one's done done that much over the past year, but. It's uh, it's really nice to see people's faces, um, and you know, just have that conversation in person. Um, other than that, I'd say I miss Kate. Yeah, I did forget about that. I hear it down, which is um, sad if true. Although there's, there's a few locations, so maybe not all of them have come. I guess we better crack on with with the pod, as they call it. Um, and as we said, today is just going to be an introduction into the UFL um, and what the network means to us. So I think a good place to start is, is, is really the history of the UFL. Um, 
the UFO was born out of the Wholesale Insurance Association um, under 40s, which is the, the US um, sister organization, if you will, although not officially. Um, and I, I first attended um, four years ago in Toronto. Um, and essentially, it's a, it was a network which was born out of AAMGA and NAPSLO merger that um, was really designed to provide an educational conference and then some educational material throughout the year um, for those within the industry, um, are, are, you know, transacting in binders and, and, and in delegated authority um, who are under the age of 40. Um, and I think over the last few years, we've seen it grow. Historically, there were, there were very few Brits, very few from London who would attend. Um, and actually, the material that was provided at said conference um, was not really too relevant to those that were, were coming over from London. And um, I know over the last few years, you know, in, in Lake Tahoe, in Nashville, and, and virtually last year, the, the London contingent has significantly increased. You know, I think uh, in in Nashville there were forty of us, and, and maybe maybe twenty or so in Lake Tahoe. You, your first one was Lake Tahoe, wasn't it, Emma? Yeah, um, first first D forty was in Lake Tahoe in 2019, and um, I think it was following that that we kind of came back um, from from that conference, thinking that we wanted to keep keep it going. You know, keep up that that network that we built up, particularly within the London contingent who were attending um, U40 that year. Yeah, and it was a really great conference for me because it gave me the opportunity to start building up some relationships that maybe were a little bit more unique to me and with some of my peers within the market at the time. Um, and we, we we came back from that conference and we I think we saw the the value in the network that we'd built up, particularly with the the London contingent that year. And we didn't really want it to end. We wanted to keep it going um, as soon as we we came back and um, we saw the value in it and and also creating a similar experience for people within the London market, young professionals that maybe didn't have the opportunity to go um, to something like U40. Um, And also saves traveling 2000 miles to, to build relationships with people that might only be two minutes down the road. So um, that was really, I think, where UFL really first originated from in, you know, in a maybe different form than it is now. But that's kind of where we, we came back and we kind of hit the ground running with this with this network. Since then, I don't know if you want to go into a little bit more information of what, what we've been doing, Harry. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I, I forget when I think back about when we got back from Tahoe, how the idea was actually rather than create our own network specifically for London um, participants, was actually to be like a chapter of the WSIA U40, like the London c- contingent. Um, and obviously they came over, the WSIA had organised a trip over uh, or an international summit um, as they called it, into into Lloyd's, which aligned with the main WSIA board, and and reached out to that group of ten of us that had um, created this sort of subgroup, if you will, um, to help plan it. And we did a whole sort of a, a event for a week for for thirty people, and 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 that was really where we started developing the idea around UFL. Well, one because WSIA told us that we couldn't do a chapter, 
we sort of realised that actually it was more there was more relevance if we if we were our own entity um, and we were our own network. And um, as I said, the first piece was creating uh, a, an event for WSIA and to demonstrate some of the some of the items that we're having uh, or some of the key aspects of the London market um, and some of the changes in the delegated world. I think we had Nick Sigwart and Dan Alpe come and do sort of a flood off, if you will, um, for the delegates of that that conference because at the time that their flood books were, were really picking up and really beginning to build and it was a new way of transacting sort of on online platform um we then were looking to launch we wrote a constitution um we built our website www.under40london.com cheap plug um and we um started planning for a launch event and um i remember sitting it was liberty towers in um february time just before we were going to go away to mid-year and um we agreed that in april we were going to do our our launch event the ufo launch event and that we need to start marketing and we were going to find a location um i think we had a short list of three in order to launch um the, the ufl properly for everyone and just start with a really nice informal event um and covid obviously happened um and all that work we'd done with our partners like the lma and and the uia and biba uh, and just ended up being um parked for 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 a good sort of six months um initially we all thought it was going to be a couple of weeks um but then the the board got back together um and we started thinking about how is it that we can um develop a presence in in a post-COVID world. And that's where our LinkedIn and our Instagram and our website really started to take a bit more shape. Um, And that's where the idea of a podcast series came from. So uh, here we are today. You know, and I think it's funny because we, we went home in March last year thinking it would only be a couple of weeks and then you know, we'd be able to launch in June 2020 or September 2020 and it, it kept getting pushed back and I think in that time we obviously put the UFL a little bit on the back burner um, and for obvious reasons because we were all getting used to working from home um, very suddenly and dealing with a pandemic. So um, it did, you know, there was a couple of months where we didn't really focus a lot on it but it's been great since since then to be, be able to pick that back up and you know as you say Harry like to develop our LinkedIn presence and, and Instagram following and uh, I think that those those things have shown that this is a network that is important to people you know we've been able to build great traction under both of those platforms um, and some traffic through the website and uh, on our mailing list and and everything so it's definitely important to people and it'll be great to launch with that kind of online network already established when, when we are able to um, but it also gave us a chance to kind of refocus and sit back and think about what the aims of the UFL were going to be um, and kind of re-establish them um, so that when we do launch it is very much that we are on the same page with this. Um, so we've obviously spoken a little bit about the history of the UFL and now I guess we're going to talk a little bit more about the aims of the UFL. Um, and, and more than anything, you know, we've already touched upon the UFL is about bringing together young professionals within the delegated authority market um, in an inclusive network, which is focused on education, professional development and leadership and networking and can also give back to both the market and the community. 
So Harry, do you want to talk a little bit more about some of the aims that are important to you? Yeah, there's there's two which really stick out for me. Um, I think the first is is leadership. Um, and, and to me, this is not just about uh, individuals, but actually as a network being sort of the light um, in, the, in, 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 in Lloyd's, in the communities. You know, 30% of all business in Lloyd's is transacted under delegated authority. And as a network, we have a real opportunity to lead change within that. Um, we've engaged, as I mentioned earlier, with, with Lloyd's, we've engaged with the LMA, we've engaged with the IUA, you know, we we've engaged with with, with with different service providers in the market as as a board, and I, I think that as a network um, of people transacting in the market, we can be at the forefront of change, and we can be the leaders within that market in order to make us more efficient, in order to make um, you know the business more profitable, in order to make the job that we do um, you know more relevant in a in a modern society. And I think COVID we need that. So I think for me, you know providing an education piece all ultimately builds into that leadership, that, 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 that challenge of the, of the current way of doing things and then developing and leading into the future. Um, the second piece um, is sort of a, 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 the philanthropic pursuits of, of the UFL. And it's, and it's one of the aims that I think is, or, or I know is less developed than, than the others, because at the moment the real focus is, is bringing the network together and, and building the presence of the network. But ultimately, you know, what can this network do, not just for those in the, in the insurance industry, but, but those that sit on the doorstep? You know, the city um, is this great financial power um, within London and around it in local communities, we don't have that same sort of um, opportunity or, 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 or wealth, if you will. And to really be leaders within the community through philanthropy is, it's, in my eyes, a massive thing that the network should be doing. Um, you know, we saw it on, and, and referring back to the, the WSA U40, we've seen it where we've done activities like building bikes for children or, or building guitars for, for veterans. Um, and there are those kind of events, but there's also, you know, it, and, and lots of companies do this, going out to local community gardens and, 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 and building and doing the gardening and just really giving back to the communities in which we, we so frequently um, sort of pass on our way to work, but but so rarely engage with. Um, and to me, that's that's something which the network can really deliver um, in in the future. What what about you, Emma? What um what are the aims that do you think are important? Yeah, so I was thinking about these aims and 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 what they meant to me and which ones really stood out. And I definitely think leadership and philanthropy are incredibly important. Um, but for me, the ones that I really, you know, struck a chord with were the education, networking and diversity and inclusion um, aims within the UFL. And it got me thinking about the phrase, it's it's not what you know, it's who you know. And I was thinking about it um, ahead of this podcast and thinking how it, it didn't really sit very comfortably with me. And I actually think it should be, it, it is both what you know and who you know um, in, in the London market. Uh, that is important, um, important to us in this market education and experience have always been a huge driver and and will continue to do so as we as we innovate you know when we move forward with the cycle and technology and and everything that that comes with it so being able to create a knowledge sharing environment within 
the UFL that, as you say, leads to leadership and thought leadership um, will be hugely beneficial to everyone. But then I also do think it is important about who you know and your network is you know, incredibly important to you. Um, it helps you to develop the experience and use it in the right places. However, I think we need to kind of clarify that around who you know, it needs to be an achievable goal for everybody. And, and that's why I think the UFL is incredibly important to me. We need to be creating a space which is inclusive and accessible, which gives everybody the opportunity to build a network and, you know, meet their peers within the market, meet that older generation, the younger generation that's coming through. Um, because ultimately those people will help support their growth and, and give them the confidence, you know, that, that, that they need for their future development within the market. So, you know, all the aims are, are massively important to me, but those ones were the ones that really, really stood out. Um, and, and hopefully we can continue to deliver those through the events that we plan to put on when, when it's possible. Yeah, I think you touched on on, on the idea that, you know, the, the network in itself and, and, and having a diverse and, and inclusive network is, is obviously key to developing um, the, the industry. Um, but at some point towards the end of the summer, I would suggest around September, should things be back to normal, that, that, that we would look to have a launch event in person and we would want the members of the network and those that, that, that want to be engaged with the, with the UFL to come along and, and just to meet everyone and just have a really informal um, event. We've done our, or we're midway through doing our first podcast. Um, there's plenty of other board members um, and committee members that, that will be engaging through the podcast series as we go along. So we'll be, be releasing different podcasts on different topics. Um, we're looking to release a, a, a newsletter and obviously use our socials um, to keep people updated. But but really what we want is to hear from the members um, and to hear what you guys want out of the network. Ultimately, um, the, net, the UFL committee are, are here to facilitate um, what the needs are of the members um, and what the needs are of, of, of the network. So if you think that there's a certain event that you would like to um, run, get in contact with us if there's a certain type of um, educational content that you would want that you would want let us know if there's articles that you find interesting tag us online um, because that's how we'll shape the network the network is only as good and as strong as the members that are part of it um, so whilst there'll be some events and some, some content coming out really you know it's we want to engage with you and that's really what the future of this network is is that engagement across um, the space yeah, absolutely. You know, the members of this network are what makes it. So it's incredibly important that we, we just stay engaged um, and, and you can connect with us on, on LinkedIn um, if you haven't already or our Instagram account. Um, alternatively, um, or both, uh, you can also sign up to our newsletter through our website. I think Harry mentioned it earlier. It's uh, www.under40london.com. Um, yeah, and, and like he said, send us a message. So that wasn't as daunting as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sigh of relief. <laughs> I mean, 20 minutes of waffle. <laughs> so thank you everyone for listening to our first ever podcast. We're really happy that we could bring this to you guys. And, and please, yeah, like we said, stay engaged with us, reach out and, and connect. Um, we, we're waiting for your messages. <laughs>
feel like we should have a cool sign off. Like, 